You're listening to Dr. Leslie from Dr. Leslie Inspires, where we empower mothers by raising their level of awareness, discussing tough mother-son issues that everyone knows exists, but no one is talking about. Learn more about us by visiting our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Leslie. Hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on this podcast on today. This is Dr. Leslie, founder and CVO, Chief Visionary Officer of Dr. Leslie Inspires, uh, an organization that was born uh, or created to transform mother-son relationships. And so having said that, today we're going to talk about boundaries and enmeshment. When I say enmeshment, E-N-M-E-S-H-M-E-N-T. And remember, everything that we talk about here is something that I see often. And a lot of the things that... um cause this problem which is mothers enabling their sons it has to do with um, we, we're really trying to deal with the mother so that the son and the father and ultimately the whole family can be impacted as a result because we understand if mama's not happy nobody's happy but anyway let's talk about boundaries first so we understand that boundaries are a big deal when it comes to abusive families because they can be distorted in so many ways. The type of boundary problem that most people recognize is, uh, as abuse involves neglect. So when the boundaries between parents and children are so marked that the children feel unloved and ignored, um, a more misunderstood boundary problem is that of something called enmeshment. But before I talk about that, um, I wanna talk about what boundaries mean to you, if you can think about that for a second. So really boundaries should tell you who you are. Without a clear sense of boundaries, you really are not going to know who you are because people can really walk all over you. Boundaries and a sense of self go hand in hand so somebody that has I was going to say real boundaries but, but but somebody that actually has boundaries you know if you can walk up close to them they might say hey 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 you're getting too close or don't touch me and somebody that doesn't really have boundaries uh, established you know that might be your doormat type person so our boundaries are like maps. They help us find our way down the road of life. And they show us where the unsafe places are in relationships so that we can avoid them. And they also show us how to protect ourselves in all other areas of our lives. So a boundary violation occurs when another person trespasses on another person's um, personhood. Oh, that was my stomach. Did you hear it? So when one crosses the line and tries to control the feelings, attitudes, behaviors, choices, 
and values of the other. Um, these violations can cross relational, physical, spiritual, sexual, or emotional limits of another. And it can be difficult for some people to actually make the distinction between the two. And so when we talk about enmeshment, the boundary problem of enmeshment, it's often misconstrued as an, uh, an enviable closeness. Like people might think, oh, they're so close. They have such a great relationship. But in reality, the person is actually struggling to assert their autonomy. They're trying, they're struggling trying to be their own person. So when we talk about enmeshed families, um, they completely blur the boundaries between parents and children. And sometimes the uh, children become uh, extensions of their parents. And I hate to say this, but in some ways it, it's viewed as a type of emotionalized sexual abuse. Now keep following me here. Um, enmeshed families uh, are not allowed to maintain reasonable boundaries. And what do I mean by that? It's actually seen as cruel treatment um, of parents and a type of betrayal. Why? Because enmeshed in their eyes is proof that the parent loves you. And when a, one parent loves another child, and of course, in this case, we're going to be talking about mom. Mom loves her son so much that she does so much for him and she loves, she may even love him in a, mm, uh, she may love him in a way that looks unnatural, that may even be unnatural. And it seems like the son should be grateful for it because he's got a mother who loves him, right? But the mother may be talking to him about how ungrateful he is for the love and the attention that she gives to him. And so it's also reinforced by society, you know, just because they're on the outside looking in. That's why you can't let everybody in your business and you can't just look at things uh, the way they are without having the full picture. But, uh, Loving parents are interested in and involved parents, and this is what enmeshed parents appear to be on the surface. They appear to be loving and interested and involved in every area of their children's lives. And so the thought that that interest and involvement could be excessive usually doesn't occur to people who are on the outside looking in. But people up close might say, oh, wow, that's, that's too much. That's over the top. So enmeshment can be a way for parents to extend themselves and make up for the disappointments in themselves and even in their own lives. Um, many mothers can accomplish things that they um, never could themselves, but they can accomplish them by living vicariously um, through their, um, let's say, daughter, uh, or son, 
or perhaps that son can be the husband that she never had. So the thought that the interest and involvement could be excessive, it, it usually doesn't occur to most people. So enmeshment can be a way for um, that mother to either finally have the son I mean, or uh, the husband that she finally wanted, you know, because she has more control over him. So if you can just give that a thought for a second, I don't do you hear do you hear yourself maybe? You hear somebody else, somebody you know, your sister or colleague, um, neighbor. Some enmeshed parents may grow up um, with distant egocentric parents and they want to show that they're completely different by being too involved in their children's lives. So, you know, many times our parents they do the best that they can, and then there may be a certain way that you are that once you became of age and once you had children, you know, you decided that you were going to raise your children um, completely different. So when um, there was one mother who she was raised by a narcissistic mother who completely evolved her whole life around this I'm going to say child right here but she did it in an effort to be completely different uh, from her mom and she involved herself so much in her children's lives it was to the point of obsession um, and some some children grow up to think that it's completely normal and some children daughter or son grow up to actually resent the parent and they try to break away uh, in different ways. So one price that's paid for enmeshment is confusion over the identity. So your son or daughter may really be confused about who they are. And so we identify with our abuser's thoughts, beliefs, feelings, needs, and desires to the extent that they can't always figure out which thought, feeling, belief, or need, or desire actually belongs to them, you know, and, and which one doesn't. So for an example, a son's mother may be so enmeshed, which it's, we talked about that on another um, podcast, but if a mother is so involved in her son's life, the son... Uh, in this case, remember we talked about there's so many different faces that these types of, of relationships have. You know, the only thing we can truly say is the mother is enabling, but there's a lot of things that go, um, there's a lot of situations that go into that, that actually define the situation. And that's why everybody's situation is completely different. So when a mother is completely enmeshed in her son, and if you have a daughter and you're listening, you can look at it as, as being, um, you know, your daughter or were you the daughter or do you have a daughter or a son that you're actually doing this to? So we have to really think about 
the role that we are playing in our son's lives. As the mother, are we enmeshing ourselves into our son's life to the point where he he doesn't like green beans and he probably really does like green beans but he doesn't like them because you don't like them. that sounds a little you know different but it, it could be you know and then when you're talking about um intrusiveness intrusiveness can also be a part of enmeshment because those parents are constantly in the face of their children so mom is constantly in the face of her son you know she gives advice for every choice he makes she has something to say about everything he says everything he does everything he wants to do she has an opinion uh, about everybody who's involved in his life and she believes that she's acting as a wise guide. She believes that she's doing the role um, that she's supposed to be doing as his mom. But again, she's not really giving him the opportunity to grow up and experience things. And, and granted, there's a fine line right there because she she's trying to take off some of the uh, him from attending the school of hard knocks you know, which we all have to attend at some point, you know, but the magnitude, whether you got a little bump or a bruise or whether you just got a big old knot, you know, up on that head. Um, so as they get older, we realize that, you know, the guide changes. The guide that is needed from mom, it changes. So when son was three um she might have been very aggressive even then might not even wanted him to fall on the ground you know might not have, she might have had challenges with him actually being a boy you know and that is when the balance of a man comes in let that boy go he's fine he's fine he'll be all right and so somehow she's she's still keeping him under the same guidance when he turns 23 then 33 43 and 53 and she still doesn't want her baby to fall down so when we talk about enmeshment and intrusiveness they are a little different but they they play off of each other and um, in enmeshment the parents or the the children are actually seen as an extension of the abuser don't mean to say abuser like that then they're an extension of their parents or they're an extension of mom and I mean that's a hard pill to swallow to be considered or to be labeled or to be even in the same um, category as an abuser but Here's the thing. I mean, nobody's listening to this. Listen to you listen to this in the privacy of your own home. But I'm telling you, I see this all the time. And what happens is if if your child is 12, if he's 22, if he's 32, if you haven't recognized it yet, 
by the time he gets married, you will recognize it because there will be some instability there about one, how he views you and how he views himself. So uh, they may still feel the same, think the same and believe the same things that you did. Um, and if you're more intrusive, that's more about control. So we do understand that there are a lot of controlling mothers out there and we do it not because necessarily we just want to control our children's lives or we want to control our son's life, but we, we just want the best for them. But we have to be real with ourselves. We have to be real with who we are and the type of parent that we are because we are continuing to evolve as parents. You know, you shouldn't be mothering, uh, you shouldn't be the same type of mother at age 16 and 26 and 36 as you were when your son was six. And you have to realize that. And if more than one person is telling you, you know, you need to stop and you need to leave that boy alone, or if someone is actually telling you the things that you are actually doing to your son, mom, it's time to listen, you know, because nobody... I don't think is trying to keep you away from your son, but I think it's also a time to really examine yourself and examine the type of boundaries that you have for yourself because everybody has to grow up. Everybody has to, you know, do for themselves and uh, everybody has to think for themselves. You know, we can always turn back to, the son can always come to you for advice, but there's a point in time where your advice should be solicited and you can keep the unsolicited advice or guidance to yourself until they ask for it. Um, I'm kind of reminded of water boy right now. And um, one of the things that his mother did to the young lady that he calls himself liking. She didn't like it at all. She didn't like it one bit that he was interested in a girl and he bought the girl home. And mom actually sabotaged his relationship with, I think her name was Jenny. I forget her name. But that was, a you know, because I've been honing in on this, I must have rewinded that part several times because I see that so much, um, how mothers actually sabotage the relationship that her son has with um, a female, whether it's his girlfriend or wife. And that's something that you have to pay attention to. And if you're doing that, mom, think about why, and you may want to even seek some counseling about it. Uh, which is okay, and I hope I'm not stepping on your toes, but if I am, you really might need to get some counseling on it and, you know, just understand that I'm speaking from this platform to help women and not to hurt at all because my belief is once we 
help mom, once we help you, then you can begin to help your son. And as a result, your son will be able to help himself and he'll be able to help his family. He'll be able to become the, the leader, the man that he's been called to be. And then he will also be able to help his community. So I don't know you. I, I don't know you at all. You're just listening. So I'm not picking on anybody in particular. This is an open forum. You're here because you want to be. And I'm so thankful for that. I don't believe that it's happenstance that you're here. I believe God sent you here. Every woman that's listening on this podcast, I believe that the Lord sent you. So I'm very grateful and I pray that you continue to listen in and we're going to end on that note and I thank you, love you all uh, until the next time. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Dr. Leslie Inspires. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Also, for more content and resources, please be sure to visit our website, www.drlesleyinspires.com. We'll see you in the next episode.